everybody, and welcome to episode number nine in our Startups of NRF series. Today, uh, our subject matter is autonomous stores, and I have Alex Sophocleus from AI with us to, to unpack that for us. A really interesting evolution in retail. I think you'll really enjoy it. Give it a listen and let us know what you think. Welcome, Alex. Hi. Great to be here. Thank you. Thanks. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about your company and the problem you're solving today? Yeah, of course. I'm so. My name is Alex Sophocleos. I head up marketing as well as strategic partnerships here at iFi, where it's our mission to make AI as widely accessible as Wi-Fi, hence uh, the name iFi. And we're doing this by allowing retailers uh, to convert their stores uh, into an autonomous shopping experience powered by AI computer vision technology. So we're allowing retailers to adopt and embrace this technology for their customers to be able to enter stores much more faster, seamlessly shop inside the store and grab products as our computer vision technology is tracking them in the store and understanding what products are being pulled off the shelf. And when the customer is ready, they can simply walk out of the store and we send a seat, a receipt uh, to their app uh, or to their phone, depending on how they uh, checked in. So very seamless, uh, frictionless shopping experience with a wealth of data uh, on the back end for reach, retailers to analyze and understand to improve their store operations as well. So in your uh, solution, can you be autonomous and then also just still have cash wraps or does it have to be one or the other? One, it just has to be completely autonomous. No, it can do both. Uh, so what you just referred to, uh, for us, we call it hybrid solution. So it allows retailers to not uh, show away any customers. Customers can still enter the store, shop as they do, check out with the cashier, or we can have a kiosk by the register, by the entrance, where customers can scan in with an app, and that allows them to enter into the autonomous shopping experience. So we see that a lot of retailers are, are embracing this because it gives the choice to shoppers on when they want to make the switch to an autonomous shopping experience. Is autonomous shopping in lieu of self-checkout as we know it today? Or would it be a hybrid, autonomous, self-checkout, and cash wrap in, I don't know, the, the big uh, option? No, it, we see most retailers, if they want a, a faster shopping experience, they do go with the autonomous solution. Self-checkout, the limitations there is that there still is a line that's formed, right? You have to wait for the other person to finish scanning their products. Sometimes they might mess up. And there's also, I've been guilty of it myself, maybe you have five candy bars and you only scan one or scan four. You see, you forget, but you still put in the bag and walk away. That kind of, those kind of errors, uh, they won't exist with autonomous shopping because anything you grab off the shelf and put in your pockets, that's added to your virtual shopping cart and then you're charged when you, when you leave the store. So what kind of installation do, does your solution require? Are, are, so computer vision, is it up in the cameras up in the ceiling or in the shopping carts or where? Yeah, that's a great question. So I'll give you an overview of the industry just very quickly. Uh, there's few autonomous shopping, which has cameras on the ceiling. And then weight sensor shelves. So you see Amazon Go and some other competitors, that's the technology they use. We used to be that way as well. And then last summer, actually summer 2020, we moved to computer vision only. So we only have cameras on the shelf and are able to make predictions with computer vision. And that allows the installation of our solution to be a lot faster, a lot more affordable, because you're not needing to buy expensive weight sensor shelves. And you can 
in the technology, just camera vision only, can easily adapt to uh, the store, existing store layout. So we have cameras on the ceiling, and then of course, uh, servers in a back room to process. And then after that, it's the check-in kiosk. It could be turnstiles, or we can have uh, a check-in kiosk for customers to, to enter. Let me ask you the, cl- the classic uh, pigeonhole question. Where does your solution sit? Where do you want, what do you want to, what bucket do you want to be in? So we're in the autonomous retail, autonomous store category because we are able to provide an environment where customers can go in and shop without staff needing to be present. So an autonomous experience. And then we also are providing analytics to retailers on the back end from all the data that's being ingested by the AI as customers move around the store and pick items off the shelf. So so clearly autonomous store because you literally can actually run an entire store, but also you can also have your technology just be a individual checkout opportunity or, or process. So you're in, you're really in a couple of different buckets, autonomous store, and then I guess smart checkout or whatever we want to call it. Yeah, that's correct. Where are we in the adoption of this technology? So I think it's safe to say that we're past the proof of concept. 2020 was, sorry. Safe to say we're past proof of concept. 2021, we launched a variety of stores in the U.S. and in Europe. And these last few months, we've really been escalating and scaling our solution, in particular with a retailer in Poland, where the last two months we deployed 20 autonomous stores. So that's showcasing through that relationship we have with that retailer, Zapka. We've been working together for a year and a half together finding what's the right path to deploy and working together on what hardware is needed. And through that collaboration effort, we're now launching 10 stores a month with them. So I think it's safe to say that we are in the growth stage with our our technology and our adoption right now. Yeah, so how many stores, if I could fly around the world, could I walk into today that are autonomous using your technology? So it would be 36 stores that wow. we had that you can walk in today. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's clearly passed. That's out of innovate or out of the, out of the proof of concept for sure. What are you, what are you, what are you saying at NRF? What's the message? We really want to communicate at NRF that we are in this growth stage past adoption and with our partners, Carrefour, with, with uh, Zapka, also the, all the work we're doing with Verizon and the NFL and the adoption that we're seeing from customers and how they're embracing this and we're able to run, like, like I mentioned, 36 stores consistently uh, across the world. We do want to deliver that message uh, to the audience at NRF so we can continue uh, taking on uh, more customers and letting others experience the technology. How do you see 2022 shaping up? So 2022 is really going to be a full-scale uh, deployment. So we're going to be showcasing how we can deploy beyond just the one partner, Zapka, at a very fast pace. With Compass Group, we're doing a lot of work, a lot of innovative design concepts that uh, can be deployed at a rapid pace as well. 2022, I see this being the year where we can deploy 100 plus stores in the market and really start to allow this this technology to be embraced by more and more customers. Wow, that's, uh, I uh, sit on the board of uh, the advisory board for uh, Center for Retail Transformation at Georgia Mason University. And I have kids ask me all the time uh, for advice for budding entrepreneurs. And I'm an analyst, I'm not an entrepreneur. But let me ask you as an expert, what would you tell kids? What, what advice would you offer them about being an entrepreneur? 
To be curious. You know, I think that drives a lot of innovation to keep asking the question, why this? Why not this? Having a high degree of curiosity can lead to a tremendous amount of un unforeseen innovation in, in everyday things you might take for granted. So be curious, certainly ask, not the right, but just as many questions as you can to keep learning. And what skills uh, that you use now do you wish you would have paid more attention to at the start of your career? Uh, certainly not chemistry. Fortunately. I think em embracing operational tactics has helped me as I continue to grow within an iFi and, and previous companies. So process, having a structured approach, a logical way of thinking towards, towards different ideas, I think is, is a phenomenal uh, skill set to have. And a, a great part of that is communication. So being able to participate and, and share your ideas in a structured, logical way is something I really wish I would have trained a little better on when I was back in, in grad school, taking uh, some extra classes focused on, on speech and operational thinking. Very cool. Well, thanks for your time today. How do people get in touch with you? So you can uh, visit our website, ifi.com for a lot of information, or you can email me, alex at ifi.com. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. For more info, refer to the pod notes below. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving us a five-star rating and review. It really helps us grow. I'm your host, Jeff Roster, analyst at large. If you want to connect, follow us on Twitter at JeffPR or at Brian Sathanation, or connect with us on LinkedIn. Visit my website at roster.retail.com or brians at iterate.ai. Until next time, stay safe and have a great week.